and welcome to another episode of Agrotourism America. I'm your host for today, Philip Smart, and today we are going to be talking about hunting, hunting as agritourism. So some of you may be asking yourself, well, how is hunting agritourism or how does it fit into the agritourism world? Well, it's simple. By opening your land up to hunters, you may be able to utilize otherwise unused parts of your property to generate revenue and manage for wildlife that could damage your farming or ranching operation, all while helping out other local businesses. First thing we're going to talk about today is hunting permissions and setting up a lease. Then we're going to talk about a state-specific practice, block management in Montana. And then we're going to talk about tips and tricks for managing for wild game. So let's get into it. All right, setting up a hunting lease. I'm going to stop right here and preface this, that legalities may vary from location to location. So before you enter into any kind of an agreement, you need to check with your state and local agencies. That being said, the Agricultural Marketing Resource Center, which is partially funded by the USDA, is an excellent resource for helping you set up this kind of operation. It even supplies you with a hunting lease agreement template. Now that you have that template in hand, I know you probably don't want any Tom, Dick, and Harry traipsing around your land. So it's not like you're going to go down to the local sporting goods store and start handing out flyers. You need to find a quality candidate to hunt your land. And maybe you know someone already. But if not, you should look at a local sportsman or conservation group in your area. A card-carrying member of several of these organizations myself, I can attest that most members of these kinds of organizations are well-informed and will comply with both the law and any management practices that you have from closing the gate behind them on their way in and out to only shooting a mature buck. Another avenue you could pursue for this would be looking into local guiding services. Hell, this might even be more lucrative. Depending on where you live, your state might already have a program in place for leasing as well. One great example of this is Montana's Block Management Program. This is a partnership between landowners and the Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. It allows for hunters to have access to private land. In this program, landowners in the state work together to establish contracts and determine how and what type of hunting opportunities will be available on your land. The state also provides you with signage, permission books, maps, and things of that nature that might come in handy. If you have any problem hunters, the state can even revoke permissions as well. I know that you're thinking that this is all well and good, but where's the money? Well, in this case, the state of Montana compensates you with a sportsman's license, limited liability protection, livestock loss reimbursement, and up to $15,000 a year, which sounds like a pretty sweet deal to me. Now, if you don't live in Montana, your state might have a similar program in place. And if not, you can always reach out to your local representative and tell them that you want to get in on that sweet, sweet block management action that Montana's got going on. Now that you know your options for setting up your land for hunting, how do you keep the hunters coming back? To keep the hunters coming back every season, you need to keep wildlife around. There are many schools of thought on this. However, the University of Arkansas provides an excellent guide to do just this. The first thing you need to do is determine what type of wildlife you want to manage for and come up with a plan. A common misconception in this area is that supplemental feeding is necessary, and that is not the case. Local flora is a more attractive food source for most undulates and using controlled burns can help stimulate and promote the growth of that native flora. Other considerations to make would be soil health. Healthy soil equals healthy wildlife. Also ensuring that there's a water source available is a best management practice 
because all wildlife needs water. Now, I know this doesn't cover everything you need to know about hunting and agritourism, but it's a good starting point. If you're still on the fence, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services show that over $10 million per year are spent on land leasing and ownership, an average of $3,600 per sportsman per year. So go out and get yourself a slice of that and help out other local businesses along the way. Hunters and anglers are always looking for a place to recreate, and I hope I've provided you with a basic knowledge on how hunting fits into agritourism, how to set up a hunting lease, examples of great state leasing programs, and how to manage wild game. If you want to look into this further, my references in this area are the Agricultural Marketing Resource Center's website, the Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks website, and 12 Wildlife Habitat Tips for Small Acreages from the University of Arkansas. So go look at those. Have a nice day and get after it. <laughs>